Hello, my name is Dan Hansen, and welcome back to my second ever podcast, How Not to Suck at the Stocks. So, all right, disclaimer number one, please don't confuse the things that come out of my mouth as actual, actionable financial advice. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Number two, this podcast is extremely not safe for work, so consider yourself warned. So, yeah, I just want to start off with a big thank you to everyone, everyone who was kind enough to leave feedback, you know, positive and negative. It's been overwhelmingly uh, positive feedback, so that's great. Uh, Let's see, BC458 says, honestly, not that bad. I listen until the end. Well, thank you very much there, BC458. That's quite the accomplishment there. And then Slam Blue says, love your relaxing voice. Well, thank you very much, Slam Blue. If you're a girl, then, uh, oh, ha, ha, ha. But, I mean, if you're a guy, then, oh, ha, ha, ha. As you can tell, uh, beggars can't be, uh, can't be choosers there, Slam Blue. But, uh, but no, in all honesty, it's been, uh, you know, overwhelmingly positive. Like, here you got, I won't read them all, but, but, um, slasherized, uh, past level one. So, congratulations, slasherized. Says, this is great. Looking forward to more. So, but that's honestly been how most people have been responding. So I really appreciate that. Uh, let's, uh, you know, without further ado, let's dive into questions. Actually, with, with some further ado, I do want to say that I, believe it or not, I actually, this is a second, um, second attempt. I actually recorded this last night, and I even put it up on iTunes. I put it up on Reddit and everything, and I went back and I listened to it this morning, and I was hitting the mic constantly. So I'd, I'm re-recording this at 6.30 in the morning. So if I sound um, more nasally than usual, that is going to be the reason. Um, if, I'm, if I'm less coherent than even typical, then that is, that is the reason. So let's dive into the questions. So the first one actually comes from my cousin's wife's sister. And this is off Facebook. She says, you mean you're not doing a dating podcast? Might be something to consider, winky face. Uh, yeah. I mean, anyone that wants to ask me for dating advice, I mean, God help them. But, you know, I'm, I'm there for them. I'm all yours. So uh, thank you very much for the question there, uh, cousin's wife's sister. I'm not going not to name names yet. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay, let's see. On Reddit now. Uh, it's Sav, which is a ridiculous name. It's Sav. Okay. Asks, what's the best route for someone who just graduated with an econ? Wait, I'm not supposed to read this question first. I have a list. I got to stick to my list. Let's see. There, there's a, there's a structure here. There's a rhyme and a, sorry for the, the blue balls there. It's Sav. I'm actually <laughs> moving on to have a nice day. 42, 82. I'll get back to you. It's Savvy. Okay, have a nice day, 4282. This is great radio. Says, can you make it available on iTunes, not only SoundCloud? Good luck with the podcast. Uh, the answer is yes. I, I, I have put it on iTunes. I just did it yesterday morning. I was misinformed. I thought that I couldn't get it on iTunes until I had a few episodes, but I was wrong. So I submitted it for iTunes approval. Um, and my first episode is up on iTunes, so that's uh, with the with, with the little ready. If there was any doubt, 
And then, uh, you know, finance GI, level three candidate. This, of course, answers your question, too. Uh, hopefully, he, he asks, uh, he basically says that he couldn't find my podcast on Apple Podcast. So hopefully now you can. Um, I don't know what kind of delay there's going to be between me posting episodes on SoundCloud and how long it takes to get up on iTunes. I think it takes like maybe 12 hours. I don't know. Any case, uh, thank you guys for asking. Um, let's see. Have a nice day. Yeah, it really helps. Like, that, that makes sense. I should have had it on Apple iTunes. So you guys asking for it did make me look into it more than I regularly would have. So thank you that. Thank you for that, I should say. Not just thank you that. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to conserve syllables here. It's 6.30 in the morning. Uh, kinetic energy. I'm trying to find your post, kinetic energy. There you are. Uh, level two candidate. Good luck. He says, the first podcast was great. I like your brand of humor. Smiley face. Well, thank you. Uh, kinetic energy. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. I mean, when I first did, not just, this isn't his question, but uh, I'll get to it in a second. So when I first did that, uh, that first episode, I had no idea what to expect. Right. Like I, you know, I mean, I, just, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I still don't have any idea what I was doing. I am doing, but, um, yeah, the feedback, you know, I really appreciate it. Just, you know, thanks, guys. It's been cool. Um, let's see. So Kinetic Energy, he asks, with the result next week, what do you think is the best way to come back after failing a CFA exam? One second, please let me get a think of water here. I'm not quite sure if that sounded disgusting or not. Hopefully it didn't. Um, so I've never actually failed a CFA exam. I mean, I've only gotten the results back from level one last year, and I passed it, of course. And then, you know, we get the results from level two back uh, in a week. I'm recording this on the 18th of July, so we'll know on the 25th of July. So, um, But I have, have, of course, failed before. And I can tell you it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Uh, failure can be a big wake-up call, you know, because it's a realization that the road ahead is hard. Okay. and But here's the thing about the road ahead. The road ahead is always going to be hard. So you really just want to pick something that's worth it. Um, and this may be a wake-up call that maybe the CFA isn't for you, and you should you know, try it at something else. Or it could be like the realize, you can come to the realization that the CFA is for you, and then just double your efforts. Just try even harder next time. Because um, I mean, that, that's the long and the short of it, is you can think that, okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of settling for this. This is a good job. You know, it's going to pay well. This is nice and safe. Like, you can still fail at it. So you might as well go on and attempt the thing you really want to do with your life because, you know, there's no guarantees either way. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that's uh, helpful. Uh, let's see. Burrito Aftermath. So as far as Hollywood goes, I'd actually say American Psycho. Um, it, it's about, if you, if you don't know, I mean, I guess most people have probably seen it. But if you don't know, it's a pre-Batman Christian Bale who is like a stockbroker by day in this like late 80s, just yuppie uh, utopia in New York. And then by night, he's a serial killer. And uh, this just the social commentary, and there's a lot of wit and it's a really smart uh, horror movie. And it, the main character is actually the villain, which, you know, is, is is unique. You know, typically in horror movies, 
the villain isn't very developed. He's just kind of like some faceless slasher that has a gimmick. But in this one, you know, he's, you know, he's the entire movie. And Christian Bale does a phenomenal job. So if you haven't seen it, American Psycho. Highly recommend it. So I actually misinterpreted your question at first. And I thought you were asking me for like financial video resources. So this is what I've done. I've compiled my top five financial video resources into a list. So let's do that. Uh, it's going to take a few minutes, and let's see. Uh, my my fifth one, number five, Aswath Damodaran. I should probably figure out how to pronounce that guy's name eventually. This is his MBA corporate finance course that he teaches at NYU Stern. This is the spring 2017 class. Um yeah, and you can, you can find these videos in this resource. I've I've compiled all this stuff onto my blog. So you can go to my blog, hansenasset.blogspot.com. That's Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, assetblogspot.com. And you can listen to his lectures there. I like to listen to them when I'm at the gym. Um, is my retention while I'm listening to an MBA class going to be the same as when I'm lifting weights as it is going to be when I'm sitting in a class taking notes? No, my retention rate isn't going to be as high as that, but it is going to be higher than if I was just not listening to it at all. So, which is, you know, of course, the actual alternative. So, I'd recommend that. And then, number four on my list, this may surprise you. I recommend you watch at least the first episode, first video of Martin Screlly's playlist on finance. He has 33 videos on there. I'm convinced he's doing it as some sort of like, lawyer suggested uh, public image revitalization effort. Um, he's got a lot of, if you're into chemistry, he's got a bunch of chemistry stuff on there too. Um, and hey, you might say, hey, Martin, he's, if you don't know Martin Screlly, he's pharma bro. He's the dude that raised the price of a pill from five bucks to 5,000. He's a dude under, I don't know if it's federal investigation or, or what, but, uh, you know, for a Ponzi scheme, some people are like, why the fuck would I listen to this guy? It's like, just, Learn how to isolate um, the advice from the human, basically. Uh, just like I said, listen to that first episode and find out for yourself if you think it's informative or not. Don't, uh, you know, don't jump to conclusions based on the man's character. Let's see. Uh, one problem I've noticed, I, I get a lot of my mic is actually on a boom attached to my desk and then my laptop is on my desk. So when you're hearing, if you're hearing a lot of like the mic getting hit, I promise you, I'm not actually hitting the mic. There's just the transitive property. So if it's really that bad, I may have to attach the boom stand to like a stool or something to do this podcast. I'm not quite sure. But in any case, uh, moving on to number three on my list, someone who's a little bit more well-respected in the community is Warren Buffett. I've compiled 49 full-length interviews, Q&As, and speeches that he's given over the years. You might be like, 49 videos. Like, how the fuck am I going to watch all that? Um, you just listen to it. Like, you're out for a walk, you're going to the gym, you're riding in your car, you're on the train to go into work, and you'd be surprised at how, you know, you just eat it up eventually. Like, most of these videos I've listened to countless times. Uh, the more recent ones, not so much, but, you know, like the 2017 uh, Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting, that, you know, seven hours long, I've yet to listen to it. I, I should, because I am a shareholder, but... 
Moving right along, uh, number two on my list, a man who needs introduction, is Pat Dorsey. This is his Google talk. So if you don't know, uh, if enough employees at Google are interested in someone coming out, they'll Google bring the guy out. He could be an archer. He could be uh, um, Pat Dorsey. (laughs) Those those are my only two examples I can think of off the top of my head. It's still early. Um, But yeah, if you don't know who Pat Dorsey is, he was the director of Morningstar. He's really responsible. Not responsible. Well, I don't know how much credit I should give him for developing the the moat system over at Morningstar. So it's a very qualitative way to look at it. Uh, The long and the short of it is the numbers will tell you what happened in the past, but if you don't respect the qualitative stuff you're not gonna be able to see the forest for the trees you're not really gonna understand um how those numbers might change in the future which is really the most important thing if you think about it so not not to discount no pun intended the quantitative stuff but the qualitative stuff is um often according to him oftentimes less efficiently priced just because you can't just read it you know verbatim as a number in a report and then just punch it into a spreadsheet and hit enter. It, it takes a little bit more, um, into intuition. So I'd highly recommend, uh, that little Google talks about an hour long. And then number one on my list is Charlie Munger, the psychology of human misjudgment. If you've never listened to this video, this speech, then just turn off this piece of shit and go listen to it. It's, it's brilliant. Uh, it to, to condense it down, the basically your brain hasn't evolved to pick stocks, right? Your brain has evolved to fight, flight, and fuck. You see something that looks good to eat, you hunt it. Something that looks like it's going to eat you, you run away. And something that you want to fuck, you. I mean, I guess it's more complicated than that. You don't. I'm not encouraging uh, rape on this show, but. Uh, but yeah, so um, I figured where I was going with this. Oh yeah, Charlie Munger's Psychology of Human Misjudgment. Um, yeah, your brain has evolved for a different world, a hunter-gatherer society, not for uh, you know making long-term financial decisions. So just just realize that your instincts. When people say, "Oh, I'm afraid," it's like you, who gives a fuck about your fear? Your fear is not evolved. To make any sort of like yeah, like a you being afraid of like a python makes perfect evolutionary sense. You being afraid because your stock went down ten percent, like it. I mean, I guess you can. Eh, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it with myself. I'm not going to play both sides of this argument. But in any case, just just listen to the listen to the damn speech. That's uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you in in too many words. Um, who's next? Let's see. Um, uh, it's Sav. Yeah, I'm back to you, It's Sav. It's uh, still a ridiculous name. He says, what's the best route for someone who just graduated with an econ degree, some shitty internships within financial services, bad GPA, plan to take the CFAs in December, uh, ultimately want to be an AM, where do I start? So, asset management. Um, I would go find people that are already in asset management, and I would ask them what you should do. Because they're going to know better than I, right? Like, I've, I've never done it. I don't have a successful financial career, so it's kind of difficult for me to be answering questions on, you know, financial career uh, questions. You can also go to finan- the subreddit, Finance Careers. Um, but, yeah, just find someone in asset management and send them a message on LinkedIn, write them a handwritten note, 
um, find out if he's giving a speech somewhere, if he's going to an event, and then just show up and shake his hand, introduce yourself, and just kind of tell him what you told me. You know, keep it pithy. I know, like, young people like to give their life story. You didn't. I don't mean to pick pick on you. Like, you're keeping it pithy, so I'd keep it pithy. And you'd be surprised. Like, people, they have no problem talking about themselves usually, and they like to help. They like that feeling of being a good person. And, uh, and yeah, and... Chances are you're just going to have to do more work than someone who's coming out of a great school with a good GPA. But I mean, that doesn't mean you can't get the job. It's just you know going to take more work uh, up front before you start getting paid. So that'd be my advice. And then in a similar vein, uh, Irvgadi, uh, where is he? Irvgadi says, what's the best way to network in finance without coming off as an opportunistic, disingenuous douche, especially if you don't like the idea of hanging out with morons? Um, you, one, you're asking me how to not come across as a disingenuous douche, but no, um, I I don't know. I'm like, trust me, networking is not my, I am one of the shyest, most socially antisocial, socially inept, however you want to put it, people you're ever going to meet. Um, but you just force yourself to do it. Like I'm going to a book club tonight hosted by the CFA in the city and it's just I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna talk to people and that's just the way it's gonna have to be. As far as uh, you know, coming across as a douche, I don't know, man. Like, just <laughs> God, I'm not like, probably the best person to ask, but just just be yourself. I mean, whatever. If people don't like you, they don't like you. You don't really get to pick what, what other people think. I can barely control what I think at any given point, let alone other people. Um, as for not liking to hang out with morons, you don't have to hang out with morons. Um, you can find people you respect, um, to network with. That's, you know, that's what I do. So if you don't like someone, then, you know, you don't have to associate with them if you don't want. So hopefully that answers your question, Irv Gotti. And then one last question is from, where's the last question? Last question is from Eopiff. He says, hi, Wild Space. I'm a recent graduate with a master's degree in computer science from a top-tier public U.S. university. Congratulations, Eopiv. I'm currently working as a software engineer in the semiconductor industry with no exposure to finance, but reading about finance excites me a lot. All right. I've read almost all of Michael Lewis's books. I've never actually read one, so I don't know. um, I can't speak on those. I also do pay attention to the stock market and quarterly earnings reports of corporations. In my spare time, I read books somewhat related to investing and finance. I am currently debating myself if if taking the CFA exam in December is the right way to up my professional career or should I just pursue this as a personal gig? If you think it can improve my professional career, what are those ways? Will it be able to find me more lucrative job openings as compared to the software industry? Thanks. Uh, so yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um, I don't know what the job market's going to be like where you live. I don't know what the job market's going to be in the software industry. I don't know what the job market's going to be in the finance industry. So it's really impossible for me to answer, uh, that kind of questions, that kind of questions specifically. But what I can say is that you can look at jobs you might be interested in. There's a motorcycle or a lawnmower. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's annoying to me. But I'm going to wrap this up soon anyway. So you can find job postings that interest you and see if they mention the CFA. If they don't, then what's the point? And if they do, okay, well, how much would that really help you? Um, And again, you can kind of find out by talking to people in the industry. 
Um, one thing that sounds like you might be interested in is quant. It stands for quantitative, not quantum. Uh, there's a quant subreddit, and there's also a quant finance subreddit where you can post, uh, you know, this question and probably get a lot better response uh, than you know from me. Um, but but yeah, those guys make a shit ton of money. They deal with uh, data and finance, and they make uh, good money. But um. We're at 20 minutes. Let me just take one more minute real quick before I close. I don't... You're already going to be making a shitload of money either way, right? So if you go into software, if you go into finance, I wouldn't let the money be the deciding factor. I mean, like, this is your life, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you're still going to live in a house. You're still going to drive a car. You're still going to have, like, a TV and a cell phone and a computer. Like, none of that's going to change. The, the biggest factor for me would be do you enjoy what you do at your work? That's where you're going to spend a shitload of your time for the rest of your life until, you know, the graceful hand of death just wipes you off the game board. So I would think about it more uh, that from from that perspective than just, like, how much money you would make. Um not that you necessarily are, but just you know, throwing that out there. So, all right, everyone. Um, if you enjoy the show, then you might want to get your fucking head checked. <laughs> but no, no. If you enjoyed the show, I really appreciate it. There's that uh, motorcycle slash lawnmower again. He's telling me to wrap it up. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed it, just you know, tell a friend. And if you hated it, then uh, tell an enemy. All right. Till next time. This has been Dan Hansen with How Not to Suck at the Stocks. And I should plug one more time my blog. It's hansenasset.blogspot.com. One more time without the motorcycle. Hansenasset.blogspot.com. Now I kind of hope you guys do hear the motorcycle, because otherwise I sound like I'm just making this shit up. But in any case, all right. Good night or morning for me, but it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. Good whatever.